followed by an application. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank thee for the opportunity to come before you tonight. And on behalf of the residents of Sims Township, we ask that you lead us and guide us to make the right and appropriate decisions on, on behalf of our residents. And we ask you that God bless America. Amen. 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 Roll call, please. Mr. Brian. Here. Mr. Beck. Here. Ms. Lease. Uh, I move approval of the agenda. Roll call. Mr. Beck? Aye. Ms. Lease? Aye. Mr. Bryan? Aye. I move approval of the minutes, regular meeting minutes for July 6, 2021, and special meeting minutes for July 20, 2021. Second. Roll call. Ms. Lease? Aye. Mr. Bryan? Aye. Mr. Beck? Aye. Okay. We'll now hear the fiscal officer's report for July. Uh, the account balance for the HRA account stands at $27,871.14. Uh, the major working account is a balance of $4,600,181.76. And our meter investment account has a balance of $8,121,130.34. I think you all have copies in the stuff that was sent to you on fund status, but the major funds, I'll give you the general fund stands at two million. $552,813.17. Uh, the police fund at $722,880.16. The fire fund at $508,621.30. The road fund at $941,165.13. And the safety services fund at $1,860,295.84. Um, we have applied for uh, the new funding, uh, the American Rescue Fund. Uh, so that's in place. That was required prior to September 4th. Otherwise, they wouldn't give you the money. Uh, Trustee Beck and I attended the TIF meeting of this past month and everything was up to snuff. Mm -hmm. There was nothing I remember that was out of whack. Nope. That's the annual CRA review. Yeah. Did anybody fall off the term? Um, yes. Uh, Grand Sands. Okay. Yes. That, that was what I thought. Yeah, they were at 10 years. <coughs> that was all I have. Okay, thank you, Joe. Uh, 
Under presentations, we have none. Under public hearings, we have none. I move approval of disbursements. Warrants number 79,752 through 79,856 and vouchers 183 through 204 in the aggregate amount of $312,634.90. Second. Roll call. Mr. Bryan. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Uh, just for the record, um, when these warrants and vouchers come before us for approval of disbursements, each of the trustees has already gone through them and signed them. Uh, so when we talk about $312,634.90 being expended, we are watching each of those expenditures. Uh, any reports from the law director? No report tonight. Okay. Uh, Lieutenant? The only thing I just have for the residents is we are seeing and we're monitoring an increase in thefts of vehicles and thefts from vehicles uh, throughout the county and in Sims Township and a, an alarming number of those involve vehicles that are unlocked. So please remember to lock your vehicles and if you can't remove valuables, make sure that they are not visible. Are they in homes or are they in like parks or where are they? Um, it's pretty scattered. Uh, we have an analyst looking at it right now. There, there don't seem to be any trends. There's, yeah, it's everywhere. Okay. So do we, if we have them in parks, we have all the cameras on the parking lots down? Yeah, I don't know of any from parks okay. uh, specifically, but it has been retail, residential, yeah. and you know, We've parking. seen on next door. we've seen a lot of people commenting that their automobile was stolen, like from, um, the tennis club behind Harper's Kroger and uh, other places are showing up in next door. So we're seeing that. Yeah, and it's just it, it's not in Sims Township. It's countywide. It's statewide. It's it's, it's a national trend. So okay. we're watching it. We're looking for patterns. But the biggest thing right now is please lock your cars. Okay. Thank you. Anything else? No. Um, Captain. Good evening. You have our written report from Chief Huber, and then I also have passed out flyers for our 9-11 memorial event that will be on September 11th at the Firefighters Memorial down in Loveland, and we would love for all of you to attend. Okay. Nothing else? Uh, Director of Public Works not here. Anything, Kim, you want to add? Just that we will start paving tomorrow. They're going to start grinding and milling Kemper Road and Kemper Woods, Meadow Bluff, and Petrilla. And um, the paving will follow in a couple days, maybe to about to a week. And then as soon as they're done with that, then they'll move to Calumet. Okay. And all the residents are getting the letter that you sent us? Yep. Okay. Is there... Well... With Kemper Road, I can understand because there's no real driveways. Uh, there are a few there with the uh, um, the three buildings that Lucky built, and and then the uh, chicken joint on the on the corner. But uh, on these other neighborhoods, is there a plan as to how people are supposed to park their cars somewhere else, walk in, or any of that stuff going on? No, the Heartland can get out on Snyder. Okay. Um, Silver Spring House and the three buildings next door to that can get out on Snyder because their parking lots are all connected. So really the only neighborhood right there that can't get anywhere else is Mariner's Cove. 
So okay. we'll, ha we'll have to make arrangements with them okay. when they do it. Uh, any committee reports? Hearing none. Any other comments? Hearing none. Uh, we'll now open the floor for hearing from residents. Um, like to keep keep this as short as possible, but uh, we want to hear any new information anybody wanted to bring to our attention. We just ask that you come to the podium, identify yourself and your residence, and then speak about the topic. My name is uh, Chris Jones. I'm at 8924 Cypress Point Lane, which is across the street over here in Montgomery Trace. Um, I've been before you before in a professional duty as I'm the program manager for Ohio Pace Financing, where we did Pace Financing on uh, five seasons uh, three or so years ago. But this is my first time uh, as a resident in the 24 years uh, that uh, we've been in the township. Um, so I've got a couple things, and I will be brief, but uh, a couple things. So one, uh, we adjoin the Golden Corral uh, lot. Um, so if you can, you know, bird's eye view, literally on the back side of the building um, is where our lot is. And uh, uh, there's about three lots, actually. Uh, there's a corner lot that does uh, corner at the end of Cypress Point that goes to Mason Road. And then my next door neighbor, kind of to the northeast, uh, is pretty much the rest of the parking lot uh, that adjoins. So there are three lots, but anyway, mine's right there in the middle. And um, so going back, uh, you know, really to the spring, uh, as you all know, the you know Golden Corral kind of shut down at you know shortly after COVID, and uh, basically left their dumpster in place. It ended up, you know, getting you know, dumped, you know, from all over and. Uh, and so I uh, really kind of got to a point, uh, I'd say a couple months ago, where, you know, in, in the 21 years where we've lived at the current location, never have had flies on our, you know, backyard patio. Started noticing flies. So what's, you know, what's going on? Nothing else different. Went over and, yeah, so like a big wet couch was laid on the dumpster and all kinds of stuff. So anyway, long story short, they had left a dumpster. I know in communicating with uh, Luann, uh, I think some communication was sent to Golden Corral because just like two weeks ago, they did actually remove the dumpster. Um, at that time, they didn't remove all the trash laying on the ground. There were a couple of other smaller containers uh, of trash. Uh, as of Saturday morning, there had been a new dumpster put in place. All the trash that was formerly on the ground was kind of removed. But my kind of question here to this is like, why do you know why do they need now a new dumpster if the property's vacant? And I know that it's just recently switched ownership as well. No idea what you know what intents uh, you know are going to be there. But again, you know whoever the property owner is has to obviously secure and you know and maintain the property. So that's the first issue with Golden Crown. Second issue that just became a new one uh, a week ago is that. Um, uh, Friday night, just this past Friday night, my wife and I are sitting on the patio and literally hear uh, people up on their roof, on the Golden Corral roof. It, yeah. And I'm like, that cannot be. So I, you know, walk over and lay eyes on what appear to be, you know, teenagers up on the roof. And I actually, at first, kind of thought they'd got up there because around that dumpster area, there's like some metal 
framing and, a, and then they do have a low roof on that back side. I thought that's how they were getting up there. But then this happened again, you know, and so we did call the sheriff on Friday night. Um, I think they came out at some point. I don't know what the result of that call was. But then Saturday night, about 9.30, 10 o'clock, once it got dark, there were again uh, uh, people up on the roof that appeared really to be the more kind of adults, literally up taking selfies, pictures at the very peak of the roof. So we called, you know, sheriff again. And so I went around on Sunday during the daylight walked around the back and so there's a lat there's an access ladder because they do have HVAC units on the top kind of flat portion of the roof and so that's how people are getting up uh, onto the roof and then the last one to end the golden corral is uh, so then last night we're sitting on the back patio and what I thought I heard were more kind of kid voices sure enough I get in the car to drive around and there were literally kids probably eight to ten years old and on, on the roof and uh and so they climbed down so i stayed in the parking lot there in my car and kind of watched them so they they came down got on their bicycles and then drove you know kind of on the other side of slim chickens you know kind of out of view so not sure exactly what you know uh, can be done since it's really a uh you know an abandoned vacant property but hopefully there's you know something that can be done and i know that there's a resolution for the nuisance on uh tonight but it's just becoming you know, uh, an issue so okay. so okay. that's the first thing yeah and then the second one is uh, we have next-door neighbors uh, who are tenants that have been in for several months but uh, during the uh, you know once it got warm here in the spring and all the way through the summer uh, they they do uh, don't keep their small dogs on leashes and these dogs at least the one dog the one second dog just I'm going to say maybe they've had for about a month, but a very infant dog. But the second one runs off the property and is, you know, bothering neighbors as they walk down the street. Um, you know, people feel, you know, although it's not a large dog by any means, uh, you know, we, we still know that there's been several, you know, people that have been out in the street that have been kind of, and I'm not going to say attacked because the dog is one that kind of comes up and, you know, but still we have also been told by neighbors they don't even come down, you know, our cul-de-sac anymore walking or jogging or whatever. Um, but I have personally seen at least half a dozen incidents where the dog has been out and, you know, harassing, uh, you know, the neighbors. And so anyway, bottom line is uh, I don't know how to go about, you know, um, you know, enforcing uh, the dogs, you know, being on a leash. Can you send a letter to the resident reminding them they have to be on a leash again? What's the um, section in the revised code that it's not a leash law, but it's like they have to be under control, failure, correct? You can't, you have failure to confine. Right. Yeah. The, the best would be to call us and have someone come, an officer come out. Yeah. So we, you know, so I did that actually a couple weekends uh, ago and uh, and I know the officer, I can't remember his name, but I know he went up to the door and, you know, kind of told him and, you know, just nothing, you know, that I mean, they don't even, so, I mean, I, I know how busy you guys are and I'm, you know, do, you know, if you really want me to call you every you time that there's it, a, if you see it, call, yeah. we can't do anything after the fact. Yeah. So. so the officer has to see the dog. Essentially. Yeah. 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 Well, that, yeah, that becomes a problem because, you know, the timing of, you know, when you might get there a little later versus the time that they actually run out into the street and, you know, grab the dog can be, uh, you know, a, a difference. You know, I've, uh, I think when I sent Lou in uh, uh, an email on Monday morning, I 
did actually uh, attach a video clip to it, you know, showing the dog, you know, off uh, off the leash. Um, so anyway, it's just a reoccurring, 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 and uh, again, you know, uh, fortunately nobody's kind of gotten bit or anything like that. But again, you hate to not have neighbors come walking down your uh, end of you know uh, of the neighborhood just because you know someone's failing to you know keep their dogs. Everybody else is keeping their dogs you know contained. So so those are those are just my uh, my two items. I, I guess with regards to Golden Corral, uh, I mean, is that something that you know again if we I'm not sure how you keep people off the rope. You know, it seems like there should be some kind of, you know, at least lock on the, the ladder because uh, that is definitely the way that they're getting, you know, so you on the back of the building. they're coming from either the condos or the apartments? I mean, they're just walking down. They're not pulling up and locking on the roof, right? They're probably living in that area. I, I, I would think so. Like I said, I, all I can tell you for sure is, yeah, just last night I did, you know, watch the kids that, you know, were around. Again, I think on Friday night, more kind of teenagers, and Saturday night it, yeah, really seemed like, you know, very grown teenagers, if not, you know, kind of young adult uh, size, okay. uh, you know, that were up Maybe there. Maybe we'll so. contact the condo and the, the apartment building and have them remind the mm -hmm. residents that that's... Yeah, okay. Well, again, yeah, so... Um, you know, I guess we can just you know, keep placing the call, and you know, if you guys are around. Uh, but uh, but again, is there is there nothing that you know can be done as far as uh, uh, you know, like uh, like you know, gating the in, not I won't say gating, but some kind of uh, uh, you know, both entrances, the entrance that comes off of Mason uh, Road, and then the one uh, where Potbelly and Slim Chickens. Is there no ways again, since the property is vacant, uh, even to have anybody? You know, kind of. Are they driving there? Or are they walking? Well, and again, I, that I don't they know from the, from the ones last <laughs> night. Uh, well, so so you know, last night was the only was the only one of the three incidents where I actually got in my car and went around. You know, we have a fence between us that's right. ten or twelve feet high, so I can't really, you know, kind of see, you know, over and know with the other two incidents if they were in cars or if they were walking over. I you know, I don't uh, you know, I don't know, but uh, it just. So I'll leave it at that. I just want to make sure everybody kind of knows the concern. But I, you know, unless there's a business that kind of gets in there, and you know, it just it, I think it's going to continue to kind of get worse before it gets better if it mm -hmm. remains vacant. So, so is this the one two zero nine zero Mason Montgomery? Is that the address? Uh, it it is, but just as a technicality, that is actually considered Mason Road down this way before it actually gets to Fields Hurdle. So it is actually Mason Road. Okay. The if county you, you has it listed both ways, so just so you know. Yeah. yeah. So I looked on their website. It's it's listed as Mason Road at the top, yeah. and then if you look at the property summary, it says Mason Montgomery Road. And so it's both. Yeah. yeah. So well, can we closer add these to, to the nuisance? What's that? Can we add these two? I did these two. I can't do anything about trespassing. That's on no. the business. No, I'm saying like the ladder is an attraction. The dumpster Shouldn't is the ladder be an like attraction. Secured? I mean, isn't that safety? Like there should be a yes. gate around it, a box. That's locked. Yes. Right, but I can't. I can't make. I don't think the township can make them do it. I don't. I don't think. I mean, we we can only enforce the nuisance resolution as it is written, and I don't believe there's anything in the nuisance resolution that would address. Um, so securing the. So it changed hands. So who who owns it now? I, I just talked to the owner the other day. They called us because we sent them a nuisance letter and I told them about the kids climbing on the roof and I told them that from their liability insurance it would be 
in their best interest to secure the property so that the kids stop coming on the property and stop climbing on the roof. Um, I didn't know it was a ladder. I thought they were jumping on the dumpster and then getting up there in some way, shape, or form. But I told him, you know, from an insurance <coughs> standpoint, yeah. you know, he wouldn't want somebody to get hurt or whatever. So can um, we call them again and tell them that there's a ladder? That yeah, I can, I can email them again. I have the guy's email address, um, so I can contact them about that. But I can't. I think there's certain, Mike, isn't there certain things that they have to do? Like, don't they have to post no trespassing signs? And, like, there's certain things that they have to do first. Yes, and they would be, if, if you call and we come, there's not much we can do with the kids. The owner of the business would have to be there, and they would have to be posted. They would have to be trespassed. I mean, our, our guys, I mean, obviously we're going to run the kids off. But sure, sure, yeah. As far as but we can't, we can't even arrest them for trespassing unless you're not trespassing. Posted yeah, you trespassing. I mean, yeah, it's right. not okay. posted. Kim, we got to make sure that we communicate that to the new owner. Right, I did. I told them he needed to put up signs, but I can't. I mean, we're working on the car because the car has been abandoned. So we've told him, and we've told him yesterday that he has to get the car out of there, which he is. He hired a towing company, and I guess they have to post signs first, and then give him so much time to move the car, and yeah. then they can move it. So yeah. they're yeah. working on that too. Well, it's got Virginia plates, and it's been there since March. So I know. Well, we tried. He <laughs> tried tracking it down, and we couldn't find the owner. Yeah. So we have tried, yeah. but. Uh, yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Yep. Thank you. Anyone else? Moving on. Um, correspondence. Any any discussion? Of correspondence. Nope. No. Okay. Uh, under meetings and events, the board of zoning appeals meeting Thanks, will guys. be Monday, August 9th, twenty twenty one, at seven p.m. and that will be with Zoom. Uh, Finance Committee meeting will be Wednesday, August 11th, 2021 at 6 p.m. here at the Safety Center. Uh, Zoning Commission meeting will be Wednesday, August 18th, 2021 at 7 p.m. at the Safety Center. Uh, this month, uh, story time with the library will be August 30th, Monday, August 30th, 2021 from 10 till 2. And this will, one will be at Seven Gables Park. We're rotating those around the different parks in the system. Our Labor Day holiday, the buildings will be closed on Monday, September 6, 2021. Our regular trustees meeting will be Tuesday, September 7, 2021 at 7 p.m. here in the Safety Service Center. And the Board of Zoning Appeals meeting will be held Monday, September 13, 2021 at 7 p.m. also via Zoom. Old business. I Excuse move me, approval you, resolution. Hey, Sorry. Will you and Jody both be able to make that September 7th trustee meeting? Because I will be on vacation that week. Yeah. I just um, want to make sure you're both able to make that. To the best of my knowledge, I will okay. be here. Okay. Okay. All right. But thank you. Appreciate the notice. Okay. I move approval resolution G 2021-61, a resolution authorizing the township to enter into a contract with Medical Mutual of Ohio for providing health insurance coverage for the elected officials and full-time employees of Sims Township. Second. Jody's got it. Okay. Uh, any, any discussion? We've been through this. That was our selection. Um, 
I did have some update comments for you guys strategically when I get a chance to talk about the dental. Would you come to the podium? Come on up. I was the I was the culprit who who presented the executive summary and then had to be on an airplane during your meeting. So I apologize that I was not able to lend some additional consulting. Eric Freudenberg, your your newer, newer broker for insurance. Um, I, I'm going to give this to you guys real quick. Um, I think it would be a good reference point. I should close out your Thank you. decision. Sure. Thank you. It was unfortunate. I wish I could have been with you. Let's see. I, I don't need more. That's okay. I don't Okay. Well, I guess what I wanted to do is I wrote this executive summary on the left side, and of course, in my going out of town, I also left you, I think, with a 500-page PDF, which was my pressing send that messed up that whole thing. So I feel like I owe you uh, an apology for that uh, handout being a, a mess as well. On the left-hand side, you, you made your decision on the medical renewal, and I just wanted to lend um, a follow-up to our initial hiring of Assured Partners related to 60 days ago we were assigned and normally it's a 120 day and so I'm really looking forward to a more strategic process with all of you as we talked about during our interview but the statutory concerns coming up I just wanted to highlight that the MIWA that we looked at will be a continual discussion point in the future and the reason being that the grandmothered status that you have now is uh, potentially going to go away even mid-year this year January 1st so if the uh, legislation would change and grandmothering would end. Grandmothered plans do not meet all of the ACA requirements. And with the upholding of the ACA and some of the Biden administration's initiatives, there is the possibility, and we'll just deal with that when it happens, that the plan as it exists now could go away mid-year. And so the MIWA is an, a, an ability to go into a multi-employer um, plan that uh, is managed by the carriers that is compliant with ACA and uh, does have more cost sharing. For example, you uh, we're looking at the, what can be a scary looking number on the out of pocket for RX copays after you go through your HRA money. And for example, in your case, that would have been two individuals last year that in the last quarter would have had some copays. So it uh, those numbers, when you start to go from where you are to a cost share, a cost containment strategy, um, consumerism as we call it, um, you know that is something to get used to as we look at future future opportunities next year we'll look again um, more comprehensively at the anthem miwa we looked at that i had conversations with all of the carriers um, and with six weeks at the time that we were looking at that in a july 20th it was decided that really the competitiveness of the miwa opportunity with medical mutual was the best non-disruptive with 10 days to enroll a new carrier as you guys know disruption with your doctors and your pharmacy costs and all of that so medical mutual was able to be quite competitive as you know on the miwa but i understand the concerns and the decision to not um not go with the miwa based on um you know the couple few people that might have been impacted by those copays after going through their hra money and meeting their deductible but as we talked during our our um, onboarding process just to realize that um, while you've been in this grandmother plan for eight years the, the the industry has moved to another cost sharing strategy that there really won't be any plans that don't have those types of co-pays after you meet your deductible your employees are in a great position because they have 100 percent paid premiums and they only pay the a third of the deductible first third and you cover the second third 
So you're in a really, and I know Ken, we talked about not doing away with that, how much you guys really thought, and I agree, is a really great benefit. But these RX copays are now a new part of most insurance plans. And so as we go forward, hopefully we'll get an extension on grandmother plans, and we'll, next um, August we'll look, 120 days, 150 days, we'll start to have strategy meetings with you on what you, there's more of an education process, I think, in making changes like that. And you just can't do it in 10 days. So I'm great with the decision, but I wanted to give a little bit more consultative background on why, you know, the front end savings of, I think it was $12,000 would save everyone. The back end would have been two individuals last year that would have had maybe a quarter's worth of RX copays. And when you have copays, you start to say, doctor, could you get me to tier two instead of tier three? Because I want to save money. That's consumerism, where the user of the health plan begins to question the cost. And that's how you keep your costs down long term. So that's why they've added what they called post-deductible copays. And those go on forever. That's why that number looks so big. It's just till the end of the end of eternity, you're paying a, a $15, $20, $30, or on large specialty drugs, which is the largest driver of healthcare costs, 50%, up to 50% is covered. So I just wanted to give you guys more of my um, explanation on number one on your executive summary. Is that helpful? Are there any questions about that? I think you guys probably covered it, but poor Susie was covering for me and your handout was messed up. So I just wanted to make sure that I addressed that. Anything else? Great, okay, good. Um, second was, Kim, we wanted to talk about the bundled ancillaries. If you look on your packet on the left-hand side and you turn, this time I have page numbers for you. <laughs> page, uh, let's see, four. You will see a revised dental um, overview. Again, number two was, a lot of the time that I've spent is trying to bring all of your various benefits, talking to all the carriers you're with and not with, find out a way to bundle your, your, um, all of your benefits to one renewal date with, you know, preferably one ancillary carrier it would be quite nice. And so principal was the most competitive um, among the group. And one of the things we liked about their ability is they specialize in groups your size. And secondly, um, on the dental, you'll see that while there is a difference in the, the newest one is the Dental Care Plus Direct Premium Only Plan. Uh, which was a, a $152 to move the one on the uh, basic plan to the pre one individual from the basic plan to the premium. So Kim outlined that in her email to you. That's a really nice Dental Care Plus deal that we can do um, to align the benefit. The only additional expense is giving that one person a better plan. They're, they want to give everyone the same plan. So that's $152. The only negative that I would see with staying with Dental Care Plus is that, and I think maybe someone alluded to this within the group, is they have per recently been purchased by a national group called Denimax and used to be the carrier of choice for all the brokers. And, and I, I really, we, t we give this feedback directly to Dental Care Plus. But we get calls every week from providers, dental providers that say they're leaving that network. When you leave the Dental Care Plus network, you do go out of network. What principal is offering, and there's handouts on the, so the right-hand side that explain this concept, they're offering all the way on alternate two, what's called a 99%, you'll see under, um, if you go down to network and non-network, it says 99th usual and customary. They'll pay at the highest level for all doctors in the region for that procedure at the 99 percentile, which is the highest um, reimbursement. 
So it's not an issue. There's no balanced billing. If you go out of network with Dental Care Plus, you get balanced billed, and it can be as three times as much as the normal cost. If you go with the alternate two with principal, what they're offering, and that's one of the reasons that we initially engaged them, is their ability to offer, we had quoted the, the one next to it, the alternate one originally, the 90th, but we thought in light of the issues that we had with concerns for the employees and appreciated them, that we should look at the 99th as a protection for the Dental Care Plus situation and any other new hires that you have or changing doctors and dentists is a very, um, very personal thing that it would help to protect anyone that went out of network whether they meant to or not with a 99% no balance billing and a coverage that uh, protected you in or out of network. Is that clear how that difference works? I, it's sometimes a lot of, sounds like a lot of it. We were talking about how do you end up in insurance? I don't know, but I uh, started out in higher education and now here I am in insurance. But there's a lot to teach, I think, about the basic concepts that can be quite complicated if they're not brought down to a practical level. So I just wanted to outline that that's the decision before us is we can bundle everything with principal or we can go ahead and you can you saw all the savings on the uh, all the ancillary, ancillary lines moving to principal are less than the current costs and then the dental would be in order to offer the employees the most comprehensive protection for any out of network carrier it's $1100 versus the 938 that we originally have in the, at the bottom of your executive summary so the 938.40 for the dental increase would be an additional, um, it looks like an additional $230 from what we originally, we went ahead and came back with that. We also asked Direct Dental Care Plus if that's where you would like to stay despite some of the concerns about their network out of network. Um, we were able to give you a, a less than what we originally showed in the executive summary down to 15240 for staying with Dental Care Plus. So these things are value judgments for the future, not always an immediate. And so the MIWA discussion and, the, and this idea of the 99th usual and customary protection versus the protection you're used to, which is in network, out of network, and the pitfalls of that are judgment calls that as we get to know each other, I'll have a better feeling as your consultant as to what you would like before you even tell me. But learning, you know, learning to dance together, would love to get some feedback on those options and what um, what the township would like to do. Eric, I do have a question. I couldn't remember. <clears throat> what was our out-of-network benefit for Dental Care Plus? The out-of-network benefit for Dental Care Plus. It should be on here. I only saw network only. Yeah. Yeah. And I forgot to look it up before I left my office. I'll have to do a follow-up on the I exact know, percentage. It was 60-40? Yeah, I think it was 60-40. I'm sorry, I don't have that with me. So like where the plan pays 60 and you have to pay 40 or yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a dramatic difference uh, The only question I have sure is um, is grandmothering how much notice do we have? Will we get? Well, a lot of times with the, this, the, those decisions, they're, they're released in the fall and effective January 1. Um, when grandmothering first happened, it only happened retroactively because of public outcry. So we were all going to be moving to the ACA rates 
for all um, all plans and that would be a bad thing for, for this group because of your demographic so we've avoided the ACA rates grandmothering happened retroactively so it can it can happen with some notice no notice or retroactive notice um, which is okay. really unusual but but we're trying to get everything on an 8 one this is going to be a nine one for the ancillaries um, okay. and then we'll, we'll, we'll do right. 11 month plan year so that's only like five months to the beginning of the year mm -hmm. so shouldn't we be working on what if yeah, we're, time. we're ready with the what if. Um, so, Medical Mutual still has their offer on the table if we would need to switch. Okay. Yeah, I made sure of that. All right. It's just so much to take in, to be and honest it with is you. It's a lot to learn. It's a lot, and especially on a Zoom call when your consultant's not there. That's great. Right. It gives you a, a 50 page right. messed up PDF. Poor Susie, she, I had to take her to lunch. I offered a drink, but that wasn't probably appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so we'll be okay. I just wanted to make sure that so you knew why the MIWA is dental, a safe place down the road. Okay, mm -hmm. for dental, what is your recommendation? I, I really feel like we should go with principal because I think that um, we're going to be able to avoid um, disruption that you aren't expecting, that we're seeing kind of a, a caving of the network. And I think you're also going to have people that are going to want to switch doctors, and if they're not in the network, then uh, Dennis, I mean, that 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 99th percentile is such a small cost for that kind of double insurance of covering their their uh, non-network. Is this a okay. way of slowly getting us to the point where we need to be educated? I mean, this is like a baby step to the new healthcare insurance. Is that a way to look at it? Yeah, I definitely think so. I think there's a lot. You know, my whole style is education, and it's like we said that it may not look like 60 days was it's very short, right. but I think you know. We had to come to the table at July 20th, and we got carrier notifications June 20th, I think. So we had a, about a month to get ready. Right. But I think you're the same way. It's like I never think it's a good idea to make really big decisions, really dramatic decisions without, you know, we talked about a lot during our interview with you, and I have a lot that I'd like to periodically update you on in a non-renewal because I think you can't make decisions in your seat very easily um, without prep. Right. on and and some reading and and, and knowing the statutory um, and, changes coming and for our 2020. goal is to protect our employees absolutely and yeah I, I have a question Kim you were to do a survey on in principal networks for dental it's in the staff report. we did it already yep. yeah yep. all the other carriers I mean dental care plus has the lock on the network when you go out of network it's going to cost you big the, the discounts are not even as great as some of the others that are in network, but the network is more expansive. See, this is the judgment call. Mm -hmm. what, um, what we're saying is that by not focusing on network in network, by focusing on the UCR, which is the usual and customary rate, then it's, it becomes a non-issue. And that's, that's, that's why many people are moving to the UCR. MetLife and principal are the only ones that offer it right now. It's a very creative way to help the old, I mean, in Kim's chair, for example, or, or yours if you're working with your employees, how frustrating is it to, to play the network, non-network game, whether it's your doctor changing when your insurance changes or your dental dentist changes because the insurance changes. This is a new way. The other thing is a maximum calculator uh, where anything you didn't use in your benefit rolls over 
to next year. That's another feature of the principal plan. So it's kind of nice. So if I didn't use my maximum benefit, it rolls over to the second year, and I have more to spend in year two. So it started with the medical. Medical has been the main course. Let's be real. It's a big cost. It's the big. Then dental is catching up, I would say, in creativity. But um, yeah, that's where this, when, yeah, uh, the rollover is that on a calendar year basis. It's on a calendar year basis. Okay. So th if you would move to principal, the deductibles would carry over. So anything that was accrued since January mm -hmm. in the plan with Dental Care Plus would account would count towards the deductible for the end of the year, and then it would reset in January. Okay. okay. The only other thing to highlight, and this may be the deal breaker, is you'll see that they also have an annual deductible of $50 um, for individuals and $150 for families, and that is not part of the plan now. So that's this is where those cost share to keep costs, to keep the renewals, and to keep people saying, oh, well, I guess I better actually ask if my doctor's costs are good or bad, 50 bucks. The other thing is and that you'll educate our employees, right? Yeah, um, exactly. Okay. Yeah, and, they, and a lot of them know just how good your benefits are. I mean, they have spouses, they have other people. That's so it's not, you know, these people. little changes are not, what's that? That's why we keep our employees. It is, yeah. These are minor things, but, but when you've had, you know, no change for a long time, little changes are, are something to be educated on. But I will tell you that the great way to get your $50 back is three benefits are being added, as we mentioned with principal, the critical illness, the uh, accident policies and the voluntary life so we have three new benefits which we talked about during our interview about how to make it even better with the critical illness which is a very small percentage out of your checks very small amount um, you're able to get a $50 reimbursement when you get your preventive visit every year which is which is something we want to educate your group on so we talked about wellness too so that critical illness policy if someone would choose it even at the minimum level they would be able to get for themselves and their spouse 100 bucks. So there's your money back. You know, if you're a family, it's 150 um, for the deductible for your for your dental. Mm -hmm. If you're an individual, it's $50, but you get your money back by, and then if you have a critical illness, you get paid 5,000, 10,000. There's a whole schedule of, of critical illnesses or with kids, accidents. That, believe me, I, my kids were so accident prone in sports, it was scary. But having that accident policy has the same thing. You could get the accident policy, not the critical illness, and still have the $50 wellness reward, which we want to we want to be not just sitting on our hands. We want to get everybody involved in consumerism, involved in wellness, and that's you know these little teeny changes can feel a little abrupt, especially on July 20th for 8-1. But you know in the in the scheme of things, we'd love to be able to start to to move a little more in that direction. I don't know if that makes sense. Any questions about that? Thank you. Yeah, so I don't know, Kim, um, you know, uh, w at what point tonight you'll make the decision on the dental, but. It's right after right the now. health insurance. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, g I gave, I've got four I went different ahead, sorry. resolutions. <laughs> I've got four different resolutions, so whichever plan you pick, that's the resolution you guys can sign. Okay. There's not a bad decision here, as there wasn't with the medical. <laughs> It's just this or that, you know. How how do you want to start moving towards cost share, or um, or do you want to wait? Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have a question. Well, first off, we've read resolution G twenty 
21-61 for Med Mutual. That one was read and seconded. Yes. So that's that's up for a vote. So let's deal with that first. Okay. Um, any other discussion necessary? All right. Roll call. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye. Okay, now comes the question. Move approval resolution G2021-63, a resolution authorizing the township administrator to enter into a contract with principal to provide dental, vision, life, and short-term disability coverage for the elected officials and full-time employees of Sims Township. Second. Discussion. Uh, this, I'm looking at these alternate resolutions, still numbered dash 63. And one of them includes dental, and one of them does not. Right. And I'm looking at the staff report here. In verse, in principle, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine employees that their dentist isn't in that work. Right. So then they could get, if you choose the 90 percentile, they could get 90 percent of it reimbursed. Or if you choose the 99, they could get 99 percent of their costs reimbursed. Out of network. Out of network. Okay. So they can still use their same distance, their same. Same dentist. Okay. Now I see why we're talking about usual and customary. Right. Okay. So out of network. Percent of the of the of the highest cost. Okay. Right. So right now in our current plan, you only get 60% reimbursed, and you okay. have to pay the 40% but if you go out of network. If you're going to do it all. I understand. Sure. Now, on the same table that you put together for us, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven don't have superior dental. Now, superior dental is... Oh, we didn't look at superior dental. The Delta, Delta Care Plus is... We, she did a comparison of superior because I think she was looking at superior, okay. but she never did give me a, a quote on superior. So that one you just can just disregard. Okay. That's medical mutuals for you. Okay. Ah, okay. So if we stayed with Dental Care Plus, all of our employees are already in that network. Right. Makes sense to me. So if you do, if you choose that one, then you have to choose the principal one that only provides for no, no dental alternative. Right. Three. It only provides for life, vision, and short-term <coughs> disability. Okay. Did you include the new lines to I didn't because it's not something we would pay for. Right. It, I left that up to the Voluntary. individual employees yep. to be voluntary. Correct. So then you would have to choose this no dental alt three one that I have the note on so that's just principal just doing life vision and short-term disability and then we would have to pass a separate resolution which I've labeled as 70 yes. for the dental by itself for dental care plus it's kind of the same concept as maybe you'll need the MIWA maybe the dental care plus network will fall apart and you wish you were principal it's the same parallel decision it's not a wrong decision here it's just whether you want to Move in that direction yet. <clears throat> now, Delta Care Plus premiums gone up from last year, correct? Yeah, it went up, was it 4.8%? Yeah. 
the premium the premium deal that we have is equal except for that one person oh that's right change. i'm sorry uh, yeah. it'd just be an upgrade for that one individual to the premium for 152 dollars one individual You guys under, understand what we're voting on one, with or without dental. That's the bottom line. Principal, right? God bless you all. Yeah. That's all I can say. It's like a lot. Hmm? It's a lot. Hmm. Today is August 3rd, right? I think it is. <coughs> what are we paying for right now? We're paying for dental care plus until the first of September. Yeah, that's when we've yeah. got it. Okay. So you know, one thing that that might take the pressure off, even though we're laying a future plan here, you know, it may be the right decision to, to go ahead and keep PCP for now, and uh, we can always um, do a realignment if it starts to be an issue for young people. So I mean, it's just kind of like me. It's not like it's not healthcare for future. So I don't want to. Our recommendation is to be more progressive, but I know that you're you're more, you know, concerned about. Yeah, trying things, to. So. I just want to make sure you don't feel undue pressure here. You need to make that decision. Okay. All those people are not covered on But they are covered on a network for 99 percent reimbursement. That's what. Right, you'll get up to 99 percent of the okay. usual and customary fees. That's the fee. question I asked and it was answered. Okay, mm -hmm. I understand. And then it gives um, you the freedom. To like move if you need to. So, 99. It reminds me of the same thing as two people met your deductible last year. Two people might be affected if you move from the neural network. is not in that. It's not a huge includes dental, vision, life, short-term disability coverage for elected officials and full-time employees, and that is alternate two principle. Okay, That's second. on the table. Okay, I second. Okay. 
quorum discussion? No. Okay. Roll call. Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Okay, so just so I'm clear, it's the alternate to the premium where it's the. <coughs> it's 99th BNC alternate two. Right. Okay. Sticker. Okay. Got it. That's the one we just passed. Okay. And we can throw away alternate three and 70, right? And it's the same title. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Appreciate Thank the you. guidance on that. And God bless you. Welcome to healthcare. It's gotten very complicated. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, I do want to keep a tight watch on what's going on, so please keep us surprised what you see coming down the road with the grandmothering and everything else. Okay. Uh, that concludes old business. Under new business, I move to accept the resignations of J James Singler from the Zoning Commission. Second. Any discussion? Roll call. Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Okay. I move to appoint Jeff Reichman as member of the Zoning Commission to fill the unexpired term for James Singler, ending on 12-31-2023. Second. Discussion? Thank, Thank you, you, Jeff. <laughs> Discussion? <laughs> Roll call? Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryant. Aye. Now, we have to administer the oath of office Please. to Mr. Reitman. <laughs> well, that sounds great. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Reitman. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. That I will support the Constitution of the United States of America. That I will support the Constitution of the United States of America. The Constitution of the State of Ohio. And the Constitution of the State of Ohio. And that I will faithfully discharge. And I will faithfully discharge. The duties of a member. The duties of a member. Of the Zoning Commission of Sims Township. Of the Zoning Commission of the of Sims Township. Hamilton County, Ohio. Hamilton County, Ohio. To which I've been appointed. To which I've been appointed. Thank you. Is it ten thousand dollar bond? Where is it? Dock my pay. Yeah. Right. How many years does that take? Just a couple. Okay. Thank you, Thank Jeff. Thank you. Uh, I move to not request a hearing for liquor license renewal for Pantano LLC DBA as Casador. 11315 Montgomery Road, Sims Township, 45249. Second. Any discussion? No. Uh, no comments about that? No ill comments? No, I checked with the okay. Sheriff's Department. They don't have any complaints. Okay. Right. <coughs> Roll call. Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Okay, I move to not request a hearing for liquor license renewal for Heredura Fiesta Inc. Incorporated, DBA Heredura Fiesta Mexican Restaurant Units 18 and 20 and Patio at 11928 Montgomery Road, Sims Township, Ohio 45249. 
Second. That was a joint second. Same thing, no complaints. Thank you. Uh, roll call. Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Okay. I move. Eric, you don't have to stay, Eric. You don't have to stay. <laughs> Unless you want to stay. Because <laughs> 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 okay. I'm like, okay. Okay. You're I felt guilty Thanks, making Eric. you sit through the rest of this. I'd like to open a discussion concerning potential <laughs> uses for the Mead House and the Sunflower Field. So our architect that we hired to review the meat house and potential structural issues, potential upgrade and use category, she needs to know exactly you know, the ideas that you guys have for the house so that she can be very specific in the plans because I think each category takes a different um, change in use. So maybe we need to set this for a... Um, Work session. Work session. Yeah. I, I also had real quick. I know we have a committee formed, and I was thinking that I, I spoke with Bill, and there's neighbors on each side of them that love the Mead property, the ones that are directly next door on each side. So I was I was thinking it would be nice to invite them in to the into the group to make sure they have a say of what the Mead house would be on our committee. Okay. You know I think talking about the two on each side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You want to treat the sunflower field separate? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So if we schedule the work session we're gonna invite the architect. In. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure. It drives up the cost, right? They should have that embedded in their in their pricing. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we split this one and table the discussion concerning potential uses for the main house, put that into a work session, which we need to schedule. Correct. Um, can we survey the architect and find out availability before we set this date? Yeah. Is that the appropriate thing to do? I mean, we could schedule it for us, and then they may not be able to make it, so. What do you want to do, like potential dates? We could do that, sure. This, I can't do August. It'd have to be, it can be early September, but I have way too much going on in August. Okay. Gee, that's only the third. I gotta get my daughter to Minnesota. I mean, I got all this okay. things. So, you're on vacation first week of September? Yeah, after Labor Day. Okay. Hmm. Any suggestions? <coughs> I'm pretty much open. How about uh, September 14, 21, 28? 6 o'clock. Pick one. Well, let's just all three.
23 okay. is option. 14, 21, or 28 September. Okay. And we'll have to get in touch with our committee also. So we do a survey and pick the best date. All right. Uh, let's talk about the sunflower field then. This year was a, a bust. Did we get bad seed? What? What, what happened? Does anybody I think know? we got bad seeds. Because if you look, if you, is anybody like stomped through it? There's, there's stuff growing in it that's not sunflower. I mean, like flower flowers. And then the, there's small sunflowers that are this tall. Right. Mm. Yeah, so I thought flowers. it would be fun because, you know, some the, as you know, because you walk there, yeah. you see the deers <laughs> in it. And uh, I was thinking that it would be fun because people are, I know, are already calling about it and making comments about it. I think if we turn it into something fun, like have a sign, since Township 2, Deers 1, <laughs> like a flip, you know, like a, a scoreboard and explain or, what happened. Or we could make a crawling maze. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I was with you on Right, but you can make a maze through it because we decorate for Halloween that the the um, trail. So instead of having hay, you can make like a fun and let it you know mow it. Okay. Not necessarily mow it. You might have um, to weed whack it, but and make a maze through there and and put up some like scarecrows and make it kind of fun for that. Yeah. I don't know if you want to wait that you long. You think it'll still be up by then? It's mm. not up now. But no, I mean, it's, it's bending over right it's now. It's bending over now, but what I'm saying is, I mean, we could try cutting, and if it doesn't work, we could just mow the whole thing down. I guess my larger question is, do you guys want to continue with it into next year? Why not? Sure. I'm just asking. I think, it, I think it's a great draw for the location. Okay. Um, however, has anyone attempted to get some reimbursement or something from the supplier? No, I'm, I mean, we don't really know what happened. I don't know if it was when we planted it, if we did a crappy job, you get if we 2 did. 2% sunflower in there, right? Can I make, make a suggestion? Nate Torps decided not to do their sunflowers, they, right. they lost the property. Why don't we Ask see them, uh, how much here? they would charge to? put a sunflower field there so our employees wouldn't have to deal with it. I mean, they could be responsible for the deer deterrent and things yeah, like that. And they if, I mean, if it's if too expensive, I understand that we can go back to that. But, you know, they, they do a good job every year. Well, and I'm not saying our employees don't, but I'm just saying that they know how to do it. I thought there was a big disappointment that the people who owned the field that Nate Torps put it on in the past wanted to use that field for other purposes. They, yeah, they, that's and, right. And basically, Nate Torps got shut out of putting it there. So why don't we invite them to put it on our property? That's yeah. what I think. I like that idea. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. okay. But I think we should I was all geared up to say, hey, you can't go there, but you come here. And then I look at it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Every time I walk there, I'm like, oh, what happened? Yeah, I was there today. So I, think, too dear. I think we should try and turn it into something fun, though, at, until if we can't, we can just mow it down. But I think I think we have to explain it. I mean, people are going to be showing up. Okay. I mean, we can do something fun with it. 
we can try cutting the maze. If the maze doesn't work, then we can just mow it. I, you know, do you want to try even try doing a maze? Do you not want to try doing a maze? Not tall enough, really, for a maze. Yeah, but you still can run through it because if you cut it short, you're still like, it's up to you. Make it into a meditative labyrinth. Like, cut the circle. It's always off. short. Okay. Yeah. You walk the labyrinth. What salvage to the center? I mean, just try to make try right. to make light of the situation because it's really sad. Well, because a lot of people really enjoyed it. Yeah, especially the photographers for back to school and mm -hmm. senior pictures. Kids and all that. around. It was yeah. like a very nice thing for a month. Okay. Um, next subject. With your approval. Uh, and we have a discussion concerning landscape plan for Blong Park. So, and once again, this is on the horizon, right? This is not this year. This is a future plan, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Latest, which yeah. was a compilation yeah. of... Right, these are a compilation of all our comments that you guys had at the last time we met to discuss it. So it keeps the grand steps in there. It keeps the a few accent landscaping. It has the retaining wall. Um, it has the curved walls, the trees, and then that <coughs> overhead structure that we talked about, round structure, and they gave a few examples, like in the pictures to the up top and to the side. <clears throat> and then it's got the pedestals in there like we talked about taking off the plaques and putting them on the pedestals so like we're underneath. making this more like a place to have lunch like this is what up here is what we're talking about right like you just mm. sit and relax and like have a trellis lunch. yeah okay some tables and chairs or picnic tables or something what um, is there a cost estimate for this, Kim? No, we would have to maybe try to find a landscaper that would give us an es a rough estimate for it, which we could probably ask any of our mowing people if they do landscaping. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. No, not at all. But I like this. I like this idea. I think this is beautiful. Which one? I think it'd be helpful to have some maybe two or three cost estimates okay. from different vendors and they'll have to you know they'll need a permit to build the trellis I'm assuming certainly not a halo and then we need to bring it to the finance committee and figure out how we would pay for this okay yeah okay yeah and this is long term I mean we're not yeah but it, it could be, it has potential to be very pretty. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. Go ahead. Um, Andrea Barnhill, 7914 Clement, Camp Denison. Um, I haven't been at the meetings previously for a while, but this question, this landscaping thing, is this part of the um, Sims Township Beautification Committee projects? Mm -hmm. Or is this something somebody well, else not proposed? Not necessarily, but... Here's the problem. We can't get anybody to be on a beautification committee. I know. They were trying to get me and nobody called me back. But <laughs> oh, they, you, really? What? Yeah. When? 
this was like a year ago. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, we would love to have you if you would like to volunteer. Well, I, uh, <laughs> Bob and I are Come actually. On. I'm always looking so, for people. So is the Sims Township Committee not in effect? Is it? we, it's us because we okay. don't have anybody. Okay. Because I know when Phil, Mr. Beck and I have talked about this before, mm -hmm. um, we wanted to maybe join that committee because we wanted to have some representation on Camp Denison because sure. mm -hmm. it's kind of like the orphan child yep. <laughs> you know? uh, yes. and it's got a lot of history it, it there does. that we sure. can really build it up so so Barb and I are kind of plotting together and thinking of coming up with some ideas and we wanted to present it then to the trustee at some point and um, but we didn't know if we <coughs> should do that as on our own or part of the committee or we've also done some things already just yeah at our, our at our own expense yeah, but um well i'm the trustee on the beautification committee okay. so i don't know if you would want to um, meet with me or if you want to make a presentation to all three of us i don't know how you want to do that well i think we'd want to meet with you first to get some of our questions answered okay and then we certainly would be able to come up with a um, a, a plan or some stuff because I mean, other than getting funding from Sins Township, it would all be out of our pockets or you know, yeah. voluntary yeah. donations. Yeah, Is Civic that. Association or Civic League helping you in any way down here with uh, what you're doing? Well, we I'm on the Civic League, I'm the treasurer, okay. so we have discussed this okay. at our last meeting, and when Mike Howell, who's our president, he says, well, we should probably get together, get, get our minds around what we want to do, and put it into a plan and then present it to the the township yeah, the trustees great. so but i think i want to talk to you first anyway just so we know where we're I going with this <laughs> so, yeah. I love those. okay so so this project that you for the memorial park yeah. is just uh somebody's situation no. this that, that park has been an orphan yeah in a sense uh the memorial park great idea and so on but it sat there and not mm -hmm. really used and the bank the union savings bank uses the parking lot or has used the parking lot under some previous agreement which they are not using it now because they've moved their corporate offices to governor's hill yeah. and so they're not using it and mm -hmm. now's an opportunity for us to really look at it and we're going through our different parks anyway trying to improve refurbish what have you and we're looking at each of our different parks and this is, this is kind of what we're looking at for this one this okay. is almost the yes, gateway come park. See me. yeah okay. okay all right this is definitely the gateway in to yeah. Sims township okay. so that's how why we're kind of looking at this but mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. love residents to come up with ideas we love i love beautification yeah. we all love beautification so yes please get with us because we would Okay. So, who put in the bench there? Is that the bike trail, or was that Tim's Township, the or was that the bike trail put in the bench? Okay. Uh, ODNR. Well, the bike trail. It belongs to ODNR. Is it okay? The the, yeah. the voluntary. Okay. Ohio Department of Natural Resources. Yeah. So, and so we went ahead and put in some flower pots and, and stuff. I have planted trees along yeah. the bike trail over the years. Okay, well, we okay. won't want to get into discussion now. We'll talk to you afterwards, okay. but thank yes. you very much. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Dr. Beautification committee is a township-wide thing, not just a Right. Right, right. 
wasn't there at least one other wasn't there at least one other person that there were two that two there was Julianne Allen or yeah, whatever and um um, circle back with him. Yeah. What was his name? His father was uh, I mean, county commissioner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he nice came out of Sharonville, right? Mm -hmm. okay. okay. Yeah. Never could get anybody else. Okay. All right. So we're done with this one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, open a discussion concerning fall festival, which I guess we've called fall for Sims and Sims Fest and all those kind of different things with. Uh, we're kind of on the fence in a sense because we have mass gatherings and COVID and who knows. So as so. of right now, full steam ahead. Okay. I think we have to be careful with certain things, but I mean, I think the event can go off. I think we need to wait a little bit to determine things like food and, and uh, how, what, how close things can be, but as of right now, I definitely would like to have the event. But do you guys want us to do continue with like the tracker thing that we did like two years ago when we kind of went around Deer Run, or do you want us to do the trail thing? Which did you, you guys you're like? You're talking better? about the hayride kind of thing yeah. that dropped people off at the right. haunted walk. Yeah, so we just need to know which one you guys want us to do. I guess in concept, Fall Fest, it's an outdoor event, so that's in our favor, no matter how things go. But yeah, like Jody said, I mean, things do go south between now and uh, October, then we may have to be prepared to pull the plug on this all together and get the word out so that we communicate that. But um, I think we just have to keep planning for the festival as if it's going to go and and keep in touch with the county public health you know closely i mean i i, I attended a an update with them earlier today and it's i mean at the for the time being the county is seeing spikes like it or not and the building i'm in it's mandatory masks so but you know that's August, so we'll s we just have to I think plan for it and hope I for the best. And, so do you and think just we should to adjust? Stick with the trail then versus having the tractor ride to so people aren't sitting together on the tractor and they can just wander through the trail themselves. Unless we can, can we set up the tractor so it's socially distant? I mean. So you're not so crammed on the hay, what, hay what she's talking about is, um, I think they came up with this thing where they rode the tractor around and then drove it back. We've done right. it in the past where they just drive around the little scary thing and drive it back. Or you drive them back and they walk. Right. Walk back. the trail. Yeah. That's yeah. how it originally was. Mm -hmm. And then they, they tried it the other way. So I didn't know which way you guys preferred it. You know, which do you want us to do? What do you prefer? We don't care either way. We just. Are we going to have a haunted trail? Are we going to have a trail to walk back? That answers the question of whether you drop them off or make a loop. Right. So that's what I'm asking you. Do you want us to do a trail or do you want to do the tractor ride? We've got all this stuff to put up on the trail, but we don't necessarily have people to man the stations. Do we? Well, we don't have to man 
Boy Scouts already already expressed interest in volunteering. What? So s'mores or well, or no, just, just helping out, handing out candy yeah, at the candy stations, like they did last okay. time. All right. I think they they're excited about that. That's give away one pumpkins? of their events. We're doing pumpkins, okay, for sure. We as of right now, we have our petting zoo open. Um, and we have our normal, our wax hands, and all the other stuff that we're, as of now, I mean, it might have to change. Um, if we, if we cancel, that we're losing deposits and so on. I don't know. This is all, this is okay. whole, this whole world is so right. new. So I, I get the feeling and the flavor <coughs> that we're going to want to do the full-blown thing like we've done in the past, and then have to cut it back based on what the medical recommendations are as we get closer. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my feeling. Take them, <coughs> drop them off, let them off the trail back. Maybe okay. worst the worst worst we do candy. the trail. Like All this kind of stuff. Pick right. up the pump. Worst case, the well, I, I, Yeah, I don't know okay. why we're like this is like a hard decision to well, make. Well, it, it kind of is because you're looking. It's not very far down the pike, and and at the beginning of the year we were talking about uh, Easter egg hunt and all this kind of stuff, and we knew we were in. COVID scenario, so we canceled a lot of events. We'd like to have some events, but we want to be careful how we do them. Right. So I I hear you saying that you want to do the trail. Is that what I hear you saying? Yeah, I think okay. we ought to try and do everything that we can to get some sense of normalcy, but we really have to keep an eye on what <coughs> medical experts are telling us. Okay. That was easy. Okay. Discussion. I move a discussion concerning Home of the Brave Park and a request for batting cages by the Loveland Youth Baseball Organization. Um, so they're going to pay for the batting cage. Is that my understanding? Yes. The concern I have is yeah. I didn't realize when Bill put the request in that it's going to require this huge concrete pad to go underneath it, which would be permanent. Mm. Which is like all well, the dimensions. It was. I love I baseball. So. Why do you have to have a no. concrete pad? You don't but, have to have one. But you don't. That's have to what have they one. want to do, though, because those are the pictures they sent me. Well, look, um, they've come to us and they wanted uh, two fields, infield opened up, and so on. We thought it's a great idea. They're willing to pay for that and so on. But I haven't seen anything start on it yet. Um, they wanted the outfield warning tracks to have the special gravel and so on, which we've had nothing but problems with on erosion, and we keep putting it putting it back. Uh, we have warm-up cages and everything now for pitchers and what have you. Uh, looks to me like we have fenced-off areas for almost a batting cage now. Why do they want batting cages? So. I'm, I'm scratching my head. I'm sorry. Ken, why don't you call him? Matt. Matt? Okay. Yeah. I don't mind talking about that. Okay. I mean, possibly we could look at a batting cage light and just put put in the posts and some either some netting or some yeah. chain link. Yeah. There's a, there's but a, no concrete. Well, there's another way of looking at this, too. I, I see the word batting cages, 
plural. Mm-hmm. Why not have an area now where we don't have fields that we could create a batting cage, one that everybody uses? That's kind of a good idea. See if it gets used. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, what are they going to buy a, a pitching machine and all this kind of stuff? No, are you going to no, have to have, you just have a screen and yeah, pitch from behind it? Right. That's what. You're going to have to have some mechanism to protect everybody from the hit balls and. That's yeah, the, I think I think we need a lot more discussion here with them before we commit to this. Yeah. See, they. In terms of dimensions, two cages, 70 feet long by 15 feet wide by 12 feet high, concrete pad poured approximately 50 by 80. So my concern was, is it even going to fit in the area where they want to put it between field seven and eight? And not really. Okay. Well, this is the first I've seen of it, so not really I think we'll go back and we'll talk a little more. Okay. Okay. So we'll table that issue. I move the table. Second. Okay. Roll call. Mr. Beck. Well, yeah, it's just discussion. So. Mr. Yeah, Beck. It's just discussion. Um, yeah. Okay. Aye. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bride. Aye. Okay. Mowing. Okay. I move a discussion concerning mowing for 2022. Bill has asked if you guys could discuss the possibility of um, figuring out whether we can just rehire the contractors we have now for next year. I guess they have asked us on numerous occasions if we would extend our contract, which we did put in the resolution to do that if we wanted to. And I know that Jody had asked us to kind of get creative on the mowing. I did the table comparisons like Ken wanted, mm-hmm. compared like all the hours. Um, the biggest thing for us is it would take us, <clears throat> I think it would take multiple days. It usually takes about three days to do all the mowing. And then the other part of the time you're spending cleaning all the bathrooms. So there's really not a whole lot of time left to do other things that need to get done. So that's why a reason why we first went to hiring out the mowing so that we could do more things in the park. Um, the only thing that Bill could think of that we could do is basically um, find my staff report. If we could take over, if you wanted us to take over mowing, we could do like the close parks like Sims, Home of the Brave, Mead, and maybe Royal, but then still contract out the other parks um, because that you know obviously our garage is right there and we can keep our mowers right there so it makes it easy for us the, the transportation part is what gets hard mm-hmm. you know when you're transporting it to seven gables you're transporting it to Stonebridge, your transportation going down to camp to mead mm-hmm. or i'm sorry hopewell well we may go down to camp but that's what takes up the time is loading all of it, taking it to the destination, unloading it. <clears throat> so we can do it however you want to do it. I think I think this is require more discussion. Okay. I'd like to sit and talk with Bill about what his, what his thinking is, his plans. Um, we're a person short right now on staff. And no applicants. No applicants? Okay. That's interesting. 
the well, that's the question. That's, yeah. that's part of the cost-benefit trade study that we were hoping for in order to make that decision and come to us with a recommendation that we can do this, 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 and this, and farm out this, 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 and this. And Kim alluded to that, but we have no details on it. So I think we What details need do you need? Because he, he I, wants us to rehire the contractors. He thinks, and it's his opinion, that he would rather have the contractors doing the work so that we can do the other work. That's his recommendation. But I know that Jody had mentioned earlier in the year that she wanted us to look at how we could save yeah. and the only other ways to save is just to um, for us to do those parks that I mentioned before but keep the contracts for the other parks but then that does cut down on our time that we have available to do other things that's the trade-off okay. so when does Bill need an answer he's been asking me for about a month now <laughs> So right when, now, when the common mowing. When do we normally go out for bids for mowing contracts for next year? We start in January. Mm -hmm. Okay. But what the contractors are asking is they want to start filling their schedule for next year. So they want to be, go ahead and put us on the schedule. I mean, you guys can think about it for maybe another month. Okay. And then maybe let, let me know, I, like at the next meeting, if you wouldn't mind. So are they going to give us the same prices they, this year? Yeah, yeah. they are. It, it, they'll, they'll hold their price. Yeah. So it would be the same price for the same scope that they're doing this year. We would just duplicate uh, Let's bring this back next month. Okay. Okay. In the meantime, Jody, if you and I individually want to talk to Bill or something about this, I want to. So I'm, I don't want to cut you out. So. Okay. I move approval of resolution G 2021-64, resolution authorizing the Director of Public Works and Choice One Engineering to prepare and submit an application to participate in the Ohio Public Works Commission State Capital Improvement and or Local Transportation Improvement Programs and to execute contracts as required. Second. Discussion? This is just a resubmittal of the OPWC grant that we submitted for Montgomery, or, um, yeah, Montgomery Trace subdivision. OPWC state capital skip grant capital improvement state capital improvement. OPWC. Yeah, OPWC. Mm -hmm. And what specifically was that for? It was to do the storm drains, okay. the catch basins, the paving, and any curb work, replace the curbs. Okay, so it's a resubmittal. Yes. So there's not a horrendous cost to choice one. We just pull out this thing and send it. Right, just update the cost estimate and resend it. Okay, and we can do that, right? Okay, now what about the transportation improvement program? This is, that's just the whole, that's all the money for OPWC. Okay. There was, there was something about, wasn't it uh, Metro, sort of, something like that was offering some grants to, maybe we're going to look at a sidewalk, uh, Red Cloud to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was ODOT. Is that a different grant? 
Yeah, that's through ODOT. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just looking at clarification here in my mind. Okay, so if we're if we're going to pull out a previous submittal, mm -hmm. update it, and so on at minimal outside expense, then I can get on board with this. Okay. okay. Um, any other discussion? Mm -hmm. No. Uh, roll call. Miss Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Okay, I move approval resolution G2021-65, a resolution providing for the declaration of nuisance for the property located at 9099 Fox Hunter Lane and authorizing all necessary steps for the abatement of the nuisance. Second. Discussion? Roll call. <coughs> this is the same property that we've abated in the past. Right, and was Luann out there today? Yes. Yep, she took a picture again and this is in the same state. Okay. So it's not only grass, but it's also the landscape around the house. Yeah, right. and then there's trash, trash bags, like up against the house, big pile of them. Any other discussion? Roll call. Mr. Bryant? Aye. Mr. Beck? Aye. Ms. Lease? Aye. I move approval of resolution G2021-66, a resolution authorizing township administrator to sign an agreement with LJB Incorporated for design engineering services for the parapet and vandal fence for the Snyder Road and Hopewell Road bridge replacement projects in the amount of $25,000. Second. Discussion. So are these, is this the yeah. one that's coming in 2023? Yes, Snyder Road will be replaced in 2023 and Hopewell Road will be replaced in 2024. And Snyder will have sidewalks? No, Hopewell will have sidewalks. I mean, that's what I meant, I'm sorry, yeah. I got it wrong. Yeah. Hopewell will have sidewalks. Yep. And so I, want, I wanted to incorporate the sign Sims Township like, when you go over the highway like other places do so can, is this right. included in this yep the vandal fence i told them that that's how we wanted it that we wanted well, a, say a welcome fence. to sims township or right. i'm, I'm a little concerned about the snyder road fence because we don't know when uh, sims township isn't on both sides of it so is it all in sims township or is part of it in sycamore township what i mean it's the line but i couldn't get sycamore township to participate so i just told the engineer to do sims on both sides Good enough. Yay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I just, I just wanted I, to. I gave them many choices, many chances to participate. Okay. Yeah. And they right. declined. So okay. I said, okay, we'll just do it on both sides. And is that what's referred it. to as and the parapet? You, yeah, the parapet is actually the, this, the, I don't know the right word for it, but the concrete facing on the right. front of the bridge okay. that the vandal fence sits on. So okay. it's a very, if you, if you just do the neutral one, it's just a very kind of bland, you know, just flat concrete surface. Okay. So now, wait a minute. This this agreement is twenty five thousand dollars just for the design engineering services. This right. isn't any no, this any is construction, no construction or anything costs, else. No. So we so will we're be responsible for the construction if we choose to go forward. We are responsible for the for the parapet upgrade. Okay. So if we put choose like I'm just using an example. So say we decide to do some kind of block facing, you know, like a lot of those, um, uh, I'm 
trying to think of a good example. Like when you come through Lachland, they have all those little, like it looks like bricks. So if you did something like that, we would be responsible for that upgrade okay. from the basic to that brick look. Okay. And then typically ODOT will put up a uh, chain link fence with a curve for the to it? yeah for with the vandal. Okay. So if we upgrade it, we would be responsible for that upgrade. Like that. Meaning putting the Sims logo like and everything else. On. No, if we do like a that. like obviously we would want to do some kind <laughs> of. You know um, how they have it. Like anything yeah, I, I, we can I've to identify. You know, Yes, they have the, the cost estimates behind it. So they've laid it out like what each step would cost. Okay. For 2023 and 2024, we need the money in 2021. To, to pay the 25000 now. Okay. Because they would need the plans by the end of the year, ODOT does. Okay. Okay, so then construction, we would just have to plan on. 23 and then again in 24 to do those the construction of it and okay. so everybody knows Hopewell Bridge will have a sidewalk on it I keep saying that because everybody up in that area all they want is a sidewalk on that bridge and it's coming 2024 yep right. that's right okay all right any other discussion no roll call Mr. Beck aye Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye. I move approval of resolution G2021-67, resolution providing for the declaration of nuisance for the property located at 12090 Mason Montgomery Road and authorizing all necessary steps for the abatement of the nuisance. Second. Any discussion? I heard that number earlier. Is that is that the uh, front of uh, Golden Brown Buffet? Yeah. We're talking about X Buffet. Yep. And we just need to keep on them as well yeah. about the ladder and the dumpster. Yep. I'm going to okay. contact the um, apartment owner. Any other discussion? No. Roll call. Miss Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Okay. I'm going to approval of resolution G2021-68. Resolution authorizing township administrator to sign a community event license agreement with the Loveland School District for use of the Home of the Brave Park and Sims Park for a five-kilometer five race fundraiser for the Loveland Boosters. Second. Discussion? I think it's great. It's kind of like we let them use it for the cross country. So okay, sure no no fireworks to start? No, I told them they couldn't have any fireworks. Okay, no parking? <laughs> they going to charge parking? No, I told them they couldn't do that either. Okay. All right. They used to charge for it. Learning parks. curve. I wanted to pay for that sidewalk on Hopewell. We can't, we're not charging. They charge the boosters and they make yeah. money off of it. 
we're generally uh, work license agreement with nonprofits. This is yeah. one. I hope it's very successful. Okay. And they, they lots of any, money. any other discussion? And they provide the in requisite insurance. Yeah. Yep. Along yep. with the license. Yes. contract. Yep. Right. Got it. Okay. Local. Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. I move approval of resolution G2021-69, a resolution authorizing the reimbursement of medical premium expenses for the fiscal officer. Second. Okay, discussion. I think I understand what this is. Yeah. Joe has separate insurance relative to the rest of our employees, and it's cheaper than what we can get, and so it saves the township money. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm all for it. There is a section in the revised code that allows us to reimburse officers of the township, but the auditor's office requires a resolution. Yep, and it's not to exceed what it costs the rest of us. So, right, which know, it doesn't. The fact that it saves us money, I like you, Joe. I'd like to. I'd like to get that. I'd like to. I'd like to get the insurance for myself. <laughs> it's cheaper. Okay. Um, anything else? Mm -hmm. Okay. Roll call. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye. Okay. I move approval of the following expenditure and authorization for the township administrator to sign any necessary contracts, agreements, or paperwork. A. Amend the following. None. B. <laughs> expenditure of $7,200 to Styles and Sons LLC for stormwater repairs on Inyert at Twilliger, where we previously installed sidewalks. C, expenditure $9,100 Styles and Sons LLC for stormwater repairs to a headwall on Petrilla. D, an expenditure of $5,269.87 for backdraft Opco LLC emergency reporting for half the cost of the annual emergency reporting subscription fee for it. I assume that's for uh, um, their firehouse software. Yeah, Loveland yep. Sims Fire Department. Yep. And E, an expenditure not to exceed $11,000 to Wendelson and Grundy Plumbing to replace the hot water heater at the SSC. Second. Okay. Discussion. Why does it cost $11,000 <laughs> to replace I wondered the same a 100, thing. 100 gallon hot water tank? Come Bill on. told me. Come on. It is. It's ridiculous. He told me it's because it's 100 gallons and it's 199 BTUs, which is one step below a boiler. Everything's so expensive. But, it's, yep. but it's a replacement. Yes. That means we have that now. We have that now. Okay. And, we, and instead of trying to get a different tank and rework all the plumbing, it's just easier for us to put the same tank back in there, a replacement tank. Plus, we have to rebuild a thermostat that comes with the circulation pumps. Okay. Yeah. Well, did you get a second opinion other than Grundy? I don't know what Bill did. He just, that's who our plumber is. That's who we always use, and they always get the supplies from Win Nelson. My guess is they've you use that plumber? shopped around. I think he's expensive. I think he's expensive. Based on that? No, based on a lot of other things I've seen. Oh. That's why I'd like to see a second opinion. 
We can get a well, we can get what, a second What's one. the consequences of, of getting another opinion? I mean, uh, what's the timeliness? Would need a saltwater tank now? Or well, it's leaking now. Yes. On, yeah, it's leaking, but and it's rusted and it needs to be replaced. Okay. The problem is, is when they installed it, and I don't know if this was a requirement, but it's sitting right on top of the concrete pad, and there's no air passage on the bottom of it. Well, so it when it leaks, leak. it's that's why the whole bottom is rusted out. Uh, is it is it going to be a change in installation? Well, that's what we're trying to find out if we can get little feet to put on it to get it up off the concrete. Okay. So what you're looking for here is uh, the administrator. Uh, authorization to sign any necessary contracts and so on not to exceed a certain amount so if you can get it done for less than that and so on right okay I mean we can leave when Nelson and Grundy plumbing off there and mm -hmm. they can just be not to exceed repairs to the hot water heater and then we can just get a second how long does it take to get a second opinion? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know that you know. I don't know. I was just told last week that it was leaking, and then I said, Bill, we need to get a cost estimate because we have a meeting okay. next week. And All right. See if you can get another one. Okay. But we'll go ahead and vote on this not to exceed. Just striking the company's name. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll strike Quinnelson and Grundy Plumbing. Mm -hmm. Okay, you still have the authorization. If we approve this, you still have the authorization to sign any necessary contracts and so on. Okay. Okay. Um, any other discussion? No. Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Okay. Uh, I move that we adjourn into executive session under Ohio Revised Code section. 121.22 G1 to consider the compensation and employment of a public employee or official. Second. Roll call. Mr. Bryan. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lee.